0: What's up cloud gamers welcome to another episode of CGX cast we have a lot to talk about today that we are actually going to do something different so normally we take some time to check in with the panel members and see what they're doing this week we are just going to say hi (laughs) to everyone hey guys we're just going to get right into it so we're going to talk about gfn as you guys know they missed the previous uh, gfn thursday um, but give us gfn thursday this week so we're going to cover the games again we have like a roadmap for the month of march so we'll look into those games and see what the members think or have to say about those games Google Stadia gave us a lot of information this week with four games announced for the platform. We got the Stadia Pro games as well. We also got some um, events coming up for Stadia, some dev summit events. So we'll talk about that and speculate about what we potentially might see there. Xbox Cloud Gaming gave us the first half release games for the month of March with Flight Simulator being one of those games for xCloud. So... Good stuff for them overall. And then, as you guys know, the biggest news for this week where Amazon Luna officially releasing in the United States coming out of the beta. So we'll talk about that and check in with the members and see what the thoughts are with the news. Um, but yeah, if we have time, the, the goal is to also cover Spart- Project Spartacus, PlayStation Now with the latest rumors from them as well. But let's get into, like I said, a lot. So we're going to kick it off. Uh So again, hi, guys. Good to see you guys in the panel. We're just going to hop right on to GFN. Um, and as you guys know, we got some games releasing this week. I can never say this name. I think it's LX2. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then we have Far Changing uh, uh, Far Changing Tides. We have Shadow Wars 3 which also came out for playstation now same day release we have away the survival series we have uh labyrinthine dreams i i know i'm butchering that so forgive me we have sins of a solar empire rebellion we have troubleshooter abandoned children and the vanishing of ethan carter which i believe was in a free game from the epic game store Um, So those are the games that we have uh, that released this week for GFN, and then we have a list of a bunch of other games that are coming um, this month. So I'll pull those up so you guys can see this wall, but let's check in with the members and see what their thoughts are with the GFN news this week. So to get started, we'll start with Duncan. What's your thoughts on the GFN March Roadmap?
1: I think it's dead on. Uh, this week's games, we have got uh, what we call the family versus Sanity games on it, as we normally talk about. I, I normally talk about the family game in Shadow Warrior 3, where it looks like it's a big, massive banger. It's uh, It ticks all the aces boxes uh, there, <laughs> but, but it's actually not selling that well, and it's not... Uh, actually performing well uh the here's to put a bit in perspective for you the sins of a solar empire actually has more people playing that and that's a, like a 10 year old game Oh, hell monkey's <laughs> been doing this research for right now after me pointing <laughs> it's all right <laughs> uh the big game uh from all this list here and again one thing to note here the settlers has been delayed uh indefinitely. Not, uh, even, there has been no new date being put on to it because they are trying to fix out some of the, the issues from the beta. The, the big game out from all that, and you're going to laugh when I say it is Project Songboid. It is an absolutely massive game. It's got like 20,000 people playing it at this moment in time. And you go, that's in the big it's a little of nonsense. Uh, But if you look at the amount of people are playing that compared to Shadow Warrior 3, which is probably arguably the family game of the the month here, uh, you'd just be astounded. Uh, So I I think it's good to see GFM back up to this, uh, up to to normal sort of speed again, following the the issues from the, the week before. Uh, There's something else. I, yeah, that Conan Chop Chop is already available on uh, GFN so you Which can
2: one? play that
1: Conan Chop Chop. It's near the bottom there. All right, I'm uh, keep yeah, it's, it. it's, up a, it's up a bit there. So I think they're actually ahead of sort of schedule, and I am expecting a fair number or more games on here uh, this month. So I think it, it has been uh, steady enough there and let's see what else can come
0: okay fair enough so are you satisfied with this list for the month of march do you think this is a good list for them
1: i think it's it's fine I don't, think, I don't think it's outstanding. I don't think it's absolutely rubbish. Uh, they're bringing the games which sort of need to bring that project on board. I, I, I've been talking about that for about a month or so. I think it was going to come at, at, at some stage because, because it's one of the games that they should be getting.
0: Okay.
1: So, uh, but I do want them to get other ones. But I think the games which you realistically expect to come to GFN, I think the Pretty neat, but I know we're, we're, we're have to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, the game where Hell Monkey is dying a lot in uh, Elden Ring. Uh, not, not missing, I, I wasn't expecting it to come because it's because of the publisher. Obviously, we wanted there, but I, I don't think anybody was realistically expecting it to come.
0: I was just saying, um, that that's one that's another one of those games that you know, like they should have, could have got, right?
1: No, I, I don't think, I, I was not expecting it because of the publisher, yeah. It's, 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 like, it's like now expecting a, a 2K game on Stadia. You're, you're just not expecting it
0: No. Yeah, I don't know, just, yeah, okay. We'll we'll get more into that for sure, but let's check in with Hell Monkey Man. What what are your thoughts on these games releasing for GFN this week and, and the Marsh Road map?
3: Well, just to blow my own trumpet I've already completed two of the games on that list <laughs> um, Damn, which games? So, Martha is Dead That came out last week And we were expecting it last week But been obviously with, with The cyber attack, that, that didn't happen um, It's a good game uh, It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be In terms of gore and horror It was, it was, a, nice, it was a nice game um, But I had to do that
0: it looks scary as heck, man.
3: No, not really. If, if if you have a stomach for horror, you've watched a, a lot of horror films, sort of thing, like and played a lot of the games, like I have. Um, it wasn't too bad, so it wasn't. Um, so yeah, at this point, it didn't get that last week. It's going to come later on in the month. Um, and Shadow Warriors Three, people, are, uh, it's getting slated, but. I really enjoyed the, the eight hours it took me to, to complete it. You be there. Um yeah, it's, it's a fairly short game. That is the only downfall that, that it has. Um for £35, which will be about fifty dollars, uh, give or take. It's it's a very short game. So as um th- there's people out there that have completed it in less time than me on the hardest difficulty. Um but I like that it went back to its roots. It was it was a lot like the first one and Ace has disappeared. Uh, okay, we'll wait for him to come back. But our chance could be bad. There <laughs> he is. Um My bad. I, as for the rest of the games, there's, there's nothing really jumping out at me. Um I know what Duncan's saying about the popularity, of the PC games here, how the big ones don't do as well. Um as a Project Some point, you know. Um Hundred Days I think will be that's PC game written all over That's going to have a load of players as well. It's, it's a good style of PC game. Um, nice to see a couple of sports titles with Monster Energy and Rugby 22, but they're not a FIFA, not a Madden. So it, it's sort of hard to, to, to draw the players in. But like you guys, and so I feel this recently, the Cloud's missing all the big games recently. GeForce now got Dying too, which is fair enough it's a really good game but it's not had as big an impact as a Lost Ark or an Elden Ring and uh, there tonight I was eventually got around to playing Grid Legends, I've had to sign up to EA Play Pro and play that on the PC um, because it's not in a cloud anywhere so it's not um... so for that I'm disappointed but that goes across the board, none of the forms have got, got these big games so it's you know, if they say it's bad for GFN, it's bad for you know, Stadia as well, but it's, it's an okay, it's an okay month. I'm not blown away by it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: How about you, Maker? What's your take here on the games for GFM for this month?
2: Um, I think it's a solid month, you know, nothing super big, you know, last month had some massive PC titles with, uh, as Monkey said, uh, lost ark and elden ring which elden ring is still breaking records like this weekend they hit their their uh their peak concurrent on steam um yeah i like shadow warriors 3 solid uh you mentioned project zomboid and i actually know a few small streamers that caught on to that game and started playing that game and and so there is kind of a cult following where kind of word of mouth spread and people started playing the game. Uh, so so it, it is a little bit bigger than what uh, I think some people would give it credit. They'll be like, "Oh, it, it looks it looks old school. Does, who who would want to play this?" You know. Uh, but yeah, overall just a solid month. You know, some some good launching titles with Shadow Warriors Three and. Uh, Alex 2 and stuff of that nature but nothing crazy
0: okay fair enough thanks for your input there Jerry what's your take on the GFN needs this week man?
4: yeah I mean for the most part I just agree with uh, what everybody else has already said it's not a jump up and down month where we have any titles that anybody's going to be super excited about what I do like about March is it does feel a little bit more back to the form for GFN, not just from missing last week, but you know through the RTX 3080 launch and through the holidays, the, the games list shrunk a lot compared to what we were used to, um, even for getting uh, well-known PC titles that don't necessarily bring new gamers in, but... Uh, are good for that community they just weren't really there so this month when i saw this list um, i was like okay it's not super great but it is solid it does have a couple of uh popular pc titles there that will help that the community will be happy they can play um shadow warrior 3 it's kind of a shame what's happened to that i mean it is really short i've also played it i've played it on ps5 ps now um, i haven't tried it on gfn but of course I, I watched everything we did here um i like it it's it's fun but you, you've got to be like I've been putting time into Elden Ring, right? Just a frustrating... I've ra- Rage <laughs> uninstalled it like three times, and then I was like, I really need to go get my stuff back, and I reinstalled it, and I go back in. And I figured out how to farm some stuff, and actually now I like can level up super fast, super easy, and just run around and start having fun. So it's kind of growing on me, right? But to take a break from that, I jump in Shadow Warrior 3. Mm. Okay? Just fun, run around, guns, samurai, put it on hard if you want, easy if you want, run through... Um, and have fun doing run-throughs and, and that kind of thing. I think it's a lot of fun. So I was happy to see that there, um, also on PS Now. And Far Changing Tides, um, I think that's also a day-and-date on X Cloud. So it was cool to see them put that, you know, make the cloud rounds and put that in a couple of places on that title. So all in all, it's just a solid month for the PC group, but nothing nothing major here that would, like, make waves. Right, right. And also I wouldn't have expected Elden Ring because all the Dark Souls games got pulled.
0: Ooh, that's a good point. You know, since
4: that developer left, I just never expected On the Ring to show up. If it was going to show up, they would have brought back the Souls games first, most likely. But we can still hope.
0: Good catch. Uh, yeah, again, didn't think of that. But yeah, this was—I—I would say this was a solid week, especially like when you compare it to all the other cloud game platforms. Someone said it on here earlier, uh, I am I am kind of disappointed in Cloud as a flight when it comes to game releases. Again, Lost Ark, uh, Elden Rings, those games, we're, what, two plus years into Stadia releasing? I would think that by now, you know, we'd be getting um, these games, if not GFN, Stadia, or someone. But yeah, so kind of a bummer, but again, when you compare the list to what the other you know companies or the competitions, so but now i felt like it was a solid list again shadow Warriors three um it's a game that i haven't played yet but i'm excited to give it a try i might pull it up on ps9 i actually have to do a gameplay video on it so i'll test it out but i would say out of like every game announced for this week for gfn that is the game that stands out to me um i know Elix 2, too i don't know if i'm saying that right but chief played it he seemed to have a decent time with it so that might be another one that i might look into but then i'm looking at the list of games coming out this month and i'm just like what the hell like what the hell (laughs) like none of these games stand out to me man like this is what we're getting for march again it's not final because they can add more games to, to this list. Um, but I, I'm not impressed with this roadmap for March, man. Um, I think they can do better. But anywho, uh, that's that's just my take with the GFN news. It's going to be interesting to see if they add more to it. But yeah, I, I am kind of disappointed. That's all I have to say. But yeah, anything else with GFN? Do we want to address last week at all? Just like... Let the people know a little bit about the, the hack, or do we, do we just want to move on past
3: that? I mean, I could give a brief explanation if you like. All right, go uh, ahead. So, basically, there's a hackers group from South America. I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to pronounce the name that they go by, but they, they hacked NVIDIA because the RTX 30 series GPUs have a limit on how much you can use them to mine. So they've hacked in there, they've stole a load of stuff, and they're sort of holding it to to ransom, basically, in the hope that NVIDIA will lift the meaning caps off their GPUs. So NVIDIA sort of shut down operations. Well, they figured out everything that they got, you know, made sure the business was still could still operate, et cetera. And um, it's sort of back to normal this week. And I don't know what NVIDIA is going to do, but... uh, there's source code and everything out there for NVIDIA's DLSS which if you've used it in a game you know you know how important that is uh, well not how important but how good it is at taking a load off the GPU um, and helping you keep your frames up etc so it's going to be interesting in the background to see what happens with that but it was nothing directly related to cloud so that's okay. basically right. the, the beginning and the end of it
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh thanks for the explanation. And I mean, we got a lot of people like wondering what the heck was going on last week. So yeah, hopefully that clarified it. Polaris one to say thanks again for the super chat. Really appreciate that. Um but yeah, let's keep moving. Again, we got so much to talk about. I know I sound like a broken record saying that, but this time I'm serious. We really do. So let's move on to Google Stadium, man. Um We'll start with the four games announced for this platform. Uh, Kellyco, if I'm butchering that, forgive me. Lake, Deliver Us uh, the Moon, and City Legends, The Curse of Crim- Crimson Shadow. So let's talk about those games. Four games announced for Google Stadia last week. Again, we have a 100 games roadmap for this platform for this year. Um, I just wanna say shout outs to the Nerf Report. Um he did a video uh covering some of these games and I, I echo a lot of uh his frustration in that video. But let's check in with these guys though. See what you guys have to say about these games, right? We'll start with uh GTP here. What's what's your take on these forest stadium games why? Right
4: why when it comes to stadia do you do this you know Love i want to hear Love i don't even it. follow it okay <laughs> everyone everyone that knows what i've been doing knows that all last week all i cared about was luna i was just deep into luna which that's the only part on these notes i can relate to but no i i mean if if for me i mean if i don't like to do the comparison because like for this week you know something like gfn had much stronger titles for me this isn't This isn't what I want to see Stadia doing to turn things around as they need to, right? Deliver Us the Moon would be the only game that I could say, you know, if you're on Stadia and you haven't played this game before, check it out. But the thing is, even that title is not really for everyone. That game can kind of not be fun, depending on how it goes for you. But it is a well-made game. I had a lot of fun. I used to test it for ray tracing and stuff, which, no, it won't have um, on Stadia, but it's just, it's not much here for me. And I know that we have the conference coming up or the, the, you know, whatever the show, the news for that, which is like a whole developer's thing. And people are waiting. Maybe they're holding some stuff for that. Maybe there's some features or some things that are going to be worked on that would be talked about there that, that aren't in here. Cause I think this is not, it's not real great as far as games go. Um, but I did see, cause I do spend a good amount of time on Twitter. I did see that at least a lot of the community appreciated drops of news. Like there was a little bit more communication throughout the week. So I will give a positive, even though I think the games aren't great that they've brought. And there's some other issues here and there. It was nice to see more communication, more news and kind of a flow out because it has been so weird and so sporadic with how tedious dropping titles and news. And like, I still haven't like even back when extraction came out and they never announced it was out. Like, little things like that, you know? So it did feel better that week. I did see a lot of people appreciate that. And definitely Deliver Us the Moon, if you haven't checked it out, it might be a title for you. But nothing strong this week. Nothing really big going on for Stadia. Okay.
0: Fair enough. So so uh, do is this the new, uh, uh, like, Tuesday announcement? Are they done with the uh, biweekly or however the heck they call it?
4: No, no, not that, no.
0: Okay, so they're just randomly gonna. So they're gonna do that and randomly just drop bombs like these, right? And
4: I, but I th- I, from what I gather, that's what people are preferring with Stadia. Okay. They kind of like the flow. I know Dunk. I already know what Duncan is saying. He likes that. You know, he wants that flow. And he okay. and he. I know he feel, always feels like there's plenty of news even with Stadia to keep some kind of flow and momentum going. And I agree with that, especially when you're trying to gain traction again and trying to get something going, you do want to kind of drip feed and keep things going, right? If you just speak every two weeks, less people are going to hear you. Yeah. That's, that's how it is. I mean, imagine if we put out a video every two weeks, (laughs) <laughs> okay, you know you or anything, you know, or tweet once every two weeks. So I, I think it is a good move and I hope they do that. But I noticed these posts are really a roller coaster ride where sometimes it's like something great or a whole bunch of titles and then it might be one or two or you know, it could be really inconsistent. Yeah.
0: True that. True that. Good point. Let's check in with makers, man. What what's your take on these four games announced for the platform
2: this week? Um I think it's lacking. You know, I think I think, I think they can do better. Uh, I none of these are new releases. <laughs> all all of these are one two years old, and nothing even remotely, I guess, large. Uh, like even at least to me, at least GFN has some titles that are kind of PC oriented crowd where they'll enjoy it. This to me all these are really small titles. Some you can already play on your phone. So it's like why? Like what are you doing Stadia? you you pre- you premiered yourself as a platform to showcase these bigger titles, you know, the Assassin Creed, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creeds and stuff. And this is what you have to bring. This it's like spitting in the face of anybody who is a, a founder of that platform.
0: Yeah. So, so. D- we we know that Stadia has like changed focus, right, from bringing us the AAA bangers to like when that business Insider's article came out, we labeled Stadia as like an indie platform, indie double uh, a So, like, are you surprised by these announcement, knowing that Stadia has you know changed course when it comes to the games that they're going to be delivering for this platform?
2: I'm not surprised. It's more frustration as someone who's invested into the platform prior, and you're really starting to see that now. Like right. the with these these kind of like point and click like mobile titles that that they're adding on. It it's you mentioned the Nerf Report video. He is 100 percent right. This he is shovelware. Yeah. This is. But that it's, game it's was worse. good
0: though, guys. <laughs> I actually had a good time playing that one
2: but it's it's kind of sad to see like where are the new titles like february had what like three new titles three or four like it's it's very very lacking and uh they need to turn that around like at at least gfn's like announcing what they have like four new titles this week or something of that nature Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so so at least they have new content coming a lot of these i know me i i've if there's a game that interests me, I generally buy it relatively new. Um, And then obviously there are some exceptions that I'll pick up later on. Uh, But I I want that flow of new content into, into my platform. And if you're trying to bring people over from other platforms, you want new content because people who have other platforms probably already have some of the, some probably not these games, but you know what I mean? Yeah. it's just sad to see in my opinion. And I, I I'm disappointed this 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 week. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Thanks for thanks for your input there. How about you, Duncan? Uh and I I think people in the chat want to see your shirt too. So if you don't mind just let let the people know, know yes, I'm
1: sit- I'm sitting here rapping Stadia tonight, as we can see. <laughs> this is my amazing uh, Stadia uh, t shirt, which which I'm um, thankful for Studio sending uh, to me. Uh, with, with, with the news of this week, okay, there it is a complete and other mixed bag for me. I'm not sure should I do the positive or should I do the negative first. So
0: we're talking about the four games, and then we're gonna get to the pro games, games. and then we're gonna get to the uh the, the event.
1: I am this is just the, the, the four games the to four start games. off with. Yeah yeah I, I, like I said I've got good things and I've got bad things to say about it. Okay. Uh so the question is where do I go first?
3: Hmm.
1: I'll go I'll go positive first. That will yeah. be nice and go and go positive. This is something I've been absolutely calling for. If you've got news, just drop it. Do not wait for the, this weekend. Stadia. dropping these two blog posts. Absolutely brilliant. It, it gives the platform a bit of uh, momentum of a sort. It gives it, it look like it's vibrant. There's stuff happening. There's always things to be talking about. Get that out there. It just gives that impression. The games uh, themselves. Uh, the one game uh, I do want to shout out because we don't want to do that it's the, the moon game what's it what's it I'm awful 11, remember. 11 or yeah. yeah I know that has got a, a real good uh, reputation even though it is an older sort of title that is a decent enough game these yeah. t- titles are not going to drag people to the platform Lake the looks
0: good I don't think so.
2: Hey, I beat it.
0: I thought that's the type of game, though, Duncan. Right?
1: Everybody has this opinion that I just play uh, one type of game. I play a complete
0: variety of games. Just, do you really? Yes. I thought you only play simulators, man.
1: I don't play. See, on on this show, I I, I get told I get nothing but simulators. On on my channel, I get told I get nothing but slay the spire. It it just goes. I just play a complete range of games. Uh, These games are good that they're coming to the platform. They're not. uh, They're not going to get people to come to the platform and to, to play them. These games are. If we're looking at if we're gonna be brutally honest, if this was on GFN, you would be saying these are the filler games for the week. You're if you're on Xcloud, sure. these are the filler games for Xcloud by they putting the the other sort of titles. Again, that, that's no disrespect to the games. It, people play games uh and that <laughs> it's good that there's more common. But uh just to go back to your point here, uh a slice of bread looks like a, a, an absolutely uh, gorgeous and amazing meal if you're if you're starving, and and this is what's this is what's happening with Stadia here at the moment. These games absolutely look like they are absolutely amazing because you're not getting the games uh, what everywhere else is getting. Uh, it's I want to see new games because every week goes by and you're not getting new games, you're you're. You have the backfill down the line, and the backfill in which Stadia is doing is not really delivering. It's mediocre at best.
0: Damn, Duncan, that was a good analogy, man. You know, it went deep dear, for a bit. Okay.
1: Okay, we don't, nice. want to go, we don't want that to happen again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, who do, uh, Monkey, Do we get you a take here?
3: We didn't, but I'll keep it short so it's not repetitive. Um, not interested. <laughs> That's all? Just
0: That's not it? Interested. we moving on? It's
3: disappointed. Let's move on.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. So I, I think these are good filler games, right? Again, don't forget, this came the week of the pro games as well, right? So... Um, like you guys were saying, like uh, Duncan was saying, I like the fact that they had news. They dropped it. Now my concern is, when twos come around, I hope they have enough news to back that up, right? So if 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 not, then they should just drop the, these like as as soon as they get them, right? So what's the point of having a biweekly news blog update when you wouldn't have that much to talk about? Very easy, right. yes. You link back to the post.
1: Last week you may have missed that we announced that these four games are coming to Stadia and then you link to the blog post. Again, it just gives like uh, more of a uh, vibrancy to the platform you can go this is our our this week in stadia is our recap of the last two weeks of what has happened in stadia and then the what's at the stadia save point is then the more technical and more geeky sort of one where it goes through absolutely everything with bits of the platform as well i have absolutely no problem with these blog posts coming and using the this week in stadia just to link back to them and maybe drop in sale for that two weeks or whatever
0: it's not a bad bad idea Stay there if you're listening and um look into that yeah again these these are good good fillers uh nothing to like write home about for sure but um i want to talk about the pro games because i thought they were quite decent i'm actually still playing them so that's going to be what we shift to next right so we got um where was my where's my so we got four games for pro we have Dawn of the Monsters we have Adam Wolf we have race with Ryan and Darksiders Genesis so four games I would say the biggest one on the list is Darksiders Genesis or so we think um but I I have a game that really stands out uh here for me that I'm gonna get into in a bit but I just want to check in with you guys what are your thoughts about the Stadia Pro game get four of them. And if you guys claim them, are you guys playing them? So we'll start with Hell Monkey here. Mm-hmm. Taking the four pro games this week.
3: So there was five. You missed Darkwood as well. Little indie. Which one? Darkwood. It's a little indie horror game. Oh. It came to the platform last year, I believe. Oh. Or if not last year, early this year. Uh, now it's on pro. Oh. Yeah, it's...
0: I didn't claim that.
3: (laughs) It's not the month that I signed back up to Pro. Um, Dawn of the Monsters looks good. I would play it. it. I would give it a go as part of a subscription. Uh, A subscription that I find value in. I'm not finding that with with Stadia Pro personally. That's not a dig. There's just not a lot there that that I want to play. And the rest of the games... eh, it's okay I just feel like Stadia has a sort of complexion right now do they want to be a storefront or do they want to be a subscription
0: can they be both
3: no I oh. don't think so um, and the reason I say that right now as we, as we are the reason I say that they don't have enough content to bring value in, in both those areas um and yes, that's gonna take time. Uh, and yes, they are making it easier for devs to to, to bring games to the, uh to develop games onto the platform, old, existing, new, which is fantastic. Uh, but they just they got to put their hand in the pocket. It's easy for us sitting here, you know, with, with without the billions of dollars to tell them to put their hands in their pocket, but Otherwise, they won't compete, and we will just see more and more of the same. We're just going to be disappointed over and over again, and um yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um Let's check in with GTP, Jerry. What's your take on these games, pro games?
4: Well, I mean... <clears throat> It's interesting the can-they-be-both thing, like can they be a storefront, can they be a subscription, and I I think Hellmonkey actually makes a good point about they could if they had more content to spread uh, between the two and they had some larger titles still coming out that you could buy, so I kind of get that. But at the same time, I do feel like they could pull off a revamping of what they offer and still kind of be a storefront and a subscription in a way. I actually like these pro games more than I like the four game the the games that were announced um for them not not for me there's nothing here for me to play um and I, and, I, and everyone knows I love Darksiders and already beat Genesis a couple of times um it's a double a top down Darksiders game it it's fun though it's it's fantastic so um that Dawn of the monsters isn't for me race with Ryan that will never be for me <laughs> however that kid has like 30 some million YouTube followers. That's insane. a great game to actually bring over to pro, especially for all the stadiums out there that let that have their kids play. I know you still have your kids play on on Stadia. I know quite a few people that actually use Stadia for the kid. The only time my Stadia will get played is if my son, yep. you know, I, I claim all those kids games for that. So yep. as a, a standpoint of the the sub and and like kind of just looking at it as the community in a whole. Um I like the pro games better than than the games that were released it's it's they're not for me, but I could see yeah. that uh there 's something there for everybody. I think it's a pretty decent decision, but I still stand behind it. Stadia still feels like they gotta figure out what direction they're gonna go like they they still feel half baked on both sides really when it comes to it
0: okay, fair enough. I uh, just want to say the, these uh, Ryan games are highway robbery, bro. Like $40, man. My daughter made Everything me. Everything from Ryan my, is highway my, robbery. My, my daughter made me, like, she she made me buy it, and I wasn't aware of the price. And once I saw it was $40, I quickly returned that game. <laughs> $40 for, for, for Ryan? You got to be kidding me right now, man. Insane. Insane. Anywho, I watch Ace
4: check- Drop so much money on tech, right? But a $40 game, <laughs> that's right. He's not it's okay right, with his return it, it, immediately. It, it's right, it's right. He, he, I know, that kid will him. get you every time, man. No like, way, I got to keep my son away from him. No
0: way, he's already making money, man. He doesn't need my $40. Anywho, um, let's check in with uh, Makers. What do you take uh, on these pro games, man?
2: I, actually, uh, I think it's a decent pro month. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, the biggest draw is Dawn of the Monsters and uh, and Dark Genesis, uh, mostly because one's a day and date title, and the other one is a, a kind of a bigger publisher uh, title from that ARB developer. And uh, it, you know, I, I have Darkwood already. I I got it way back when, and that's a decent little title, but uh, it is more of a filler type stuff Ryan obviously I'm not interested in that game and as you said it's for, for retail forty dollars you're, you're probably not gonna be buying it seriously um, uh, and then Adam wolf to me is it just uh, that's more shovel word they can throw into the service uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just think I, I think it's definitely better than the other four because there's some draw but it it's still it's okay, but not it's not any major draw like like some of the other platforms this that, that announced this week. So. Okay. Fair enough. Uh did we cover
0: everyone with the pro games before I give my take on it? That's
1: I, I suppose <laughs> I'll go here. I think go these ahead. programs are Mia. Yeah. Very, very Mia. Yeah. And if we're if we're being totally and utterly frank, and if we're going to be uh, counting it as like uh, other platforms out there, if these dropped on to PlayStation Plus or Xbox games for gold, they would be getting sort of laughed at, and there would be a, a, a stink. And and that's even it with games of gold, and they are absolutely normally stinkers. So <laughs> and. Again, people will like this, and it goes back to Hell Monkey's point. It's because it's not a proper subscription of sort. This is your value add, like PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live. You don't you count it sort of different. If this, if these were getting dropped into the subscription, we'd be saying if they were just a pure subscription, it'd be, it'd be pretty decent. It's because it, the studio is in this weird sort of place where you just don't know where or what they are going. Uh, to. for me, that then games coming there aren't aren't worth the sub. To it, and that's. And that's the difficulty where Stadia is. If it was a pure and other subscription, it's, and you got all the added benefits it's, it's, just, it's just really hard to, to, to see where Stadia fits in. Because with, with the price point it's at, when, you, when we're going to be coming on an the Lena now, it's just really hard to justify Stadia Pro just with all the competition out there. I know I can't access uh, Luna at the moment, uh, but I, I, I just don't see where Stadia Pro is. And with, with these games, it's just not doing it for me because I, I'm not sure where every, everybody else is at. I, I, I can't even speak here tonight. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know where everybody else is at this moment in time. I'm cutting back my subscriptions because of the, the living costs here. And for Game Pass, uh, and compared to Stadia Pro, it's it's a no contest, uh, because X-Cloud works absolutely fine for me. Uh, And this is what they're up against. And these games are okay, okay. but it wouldn't, it's not, it's not draw me in to go, oh my God, I have to subscribe. And that's the whole problem that Stadia has. There's just no great, oh my God, I have to subscribe to Stadia Pro because it's got X, Y, and Z. I think they need to find their feet and go are we a subscription service or are we a storefront? Because I I don't think they can really push both at this time. I think it's better for them to focus on being good at one of them rather than being mediocre or poor at both of them.
3: Can I jump in quickly? Sure. So, not to disagree with Duncan, I I don't see the value in it. I've already had the value out of Stadia Pro for myself. Um, I know what you mean, comparing it to Game Pass, but it's kind of not fair, you know, with the amount of content that Xbox has got. Um That's not to say that Google can't do better, Stadia can't do better than that department themselves, but if you've been a, a member, a Stadia Pro member since the beginning, I think you're going to have 140, maybe even 150 games Um if you've been consistently uh, paid for it. So in that's the of- point. Yeah, so what I was just going to say was that in terms of value for your money, in terms of how much those games would have cost singularly, it's it's decent enough, but if you don't like the content that's coming, then there's no value in it. So I just thought it was fair, fair, you know, to say that. It, it is fair to say that. that. It, 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 but you also bring up the second half of it, is
1: it may look great with the dollar value there, or the pound yeah. value, but... You could stick in uh that what's that stupid game that everybody's talking about, which I'm not gonna play. Oh the uh, the, the game the game on Stadia Pro with everybody's uh going badly. Dark side is not, Genesis, oh, G- G- is Jimis, is absolutely class. Uh, I really enjoy that sort of game. But I said it uh, ages ago. What, what what was the kids' game? Um race with for this, Ryan. Race with Ryan. That's got $40, what's a $40 value there? For yeah. me, that's I'm not gonna be playing that, so that's that value doesn't count there. And I the reason why I think Game Pass is absolutely fair game now is we're not talking this platform is only one year old. Or, we're now in coming into its third year. And Stadia has been around for a lot longer than people actually realise. They should be out making these deals and things like that. For people who are just joining, you get fifty games. If you're just going to go on to Luna, you get all the way up to Luna now. Those in India, a hundred now. On Luna oh, plus
3: hundred yeah. plus games,
1: I think. So you're comp- competing against there as well. You're competing about Xbox. Life is not fair. <laughs> and I think <laughs> and people need to realize this. This isn't everybody's going to play nice and go, okay, Stadia, you're, you're only around here two years. Give you a wee pat in the head and uh, we, we'll give you bibles. balls are not here anymore. Luna's no longer going to get a Bible because of the, it coming out from beta. You just, gaming is a business, and people have just got limited funds, and you need to give us a reason to put our money into Stadia, because as the weeks go by, we can just see where the competition is going.
0: That's a good point. Uh, so my take uh, with... go ahead. Were you going to say something?
2: Oh, I I, I wanted to, to mention something that Dunk is c- completely right. That it is it is going to be competing with every other subscription service out there in gaming. Uh, that's, that's just what they're doing. They, they've joined the gaming industry and that's what they're up against. Uh, yeah. You have to kind of find your niche, find what you, what you want to do uh, as a, as a platform. And currently they're offering like a new person subscribing to state a pro Yeah, Yeah. If you started, you have 150 games, but a new player is only going to get what? 50. And compare that to, as Duncan said, Luna has like 100 games now with their subscription service. So that barrier to entry is a lot easier, a lot, a lot uh, easier to see that value in that subscription service compared to Stadia Pros. Uh, and that's to me is the key factor here is, is what are you getting for paying that uh, for a new user for that $10. To catch on, your service needs to either like bring something big, like uh, look at, PlayStation Plus had Final Fantasy VII remake at one point as as one of the one of the titles that they brought, and you really want some of these bigger titles to entice players in. Yeah, good point. Uh, so
0: I, after seeing Luna launch officially in the United States, I can say I seriously don't mind Stadia Pro. I mean let's be real man and we'll get to luna here and you guys will hear my take but i'm not really impressed with the catalog of games that's available on amazon luna and so with stadia pro right we're getting free games right we're getting access to 4k and tv again they're the only people doing that right now without you know needing a biddy shield so you do get some perks, man. um And honestly speaking, with the games that released this week, I am having a ball, right? You guys might make fun of Adam Wolf, I see you, Brian Nerf Report, but man, I had a good old time covering that game. Now I wouldn't go out and spend forty bucks, right? But to get it for free, it's actually a decent game. And this monster game, Dawn of Monsters. If you guys haven't tried that yet, if you guys are a fan of Rampage. My goodness, I played that game to demo it and I was hooked. Right? This race with Ryan, it's a forty dollar game. We're getting that free for pro. And again, Darkwood, which I just claimed right now, I had no idea. And Dark is Genesis. I mean, these are pretty good games to be getting for free. For pro. I I agree, right? They can add more because stadia's library is not a lot right so in a way you know the games are not the greatest games but for paying 10 dollars a month and having these games be included as, as bonuses i'll take it i'll take it i had a good old time playing some stadia pro games this this week man um and for the price i'm, I'm not regretting it at all but yeah man that's that's my take with stadia pro but yeah let's let's talk about this event that should be happening um on the 15th right let me just share my screen so this is supposed to be a google for games uh developer summit that's the title i'm kind of confused and maybe you guys can clarify some things for me so stadia tweeted out Got any plans March 15th? If you didn't already, you do now. Mark your calendar, Stadia. You are invited to join us at the 2022 Google for Games Developer Summit, where you can learn about our plans for Stadia this year. Details here, right? And everyone's going crazy now, right, with this news. Just want to open it to you guys. Is this something that we as consumers should be excited about? But do you think this is going to be similar to last year where it really focused on devs, but gives us like an insight on, you know, what stadia is becoming and what they're doing with the platform. But I think it's interesting because they tweeting this out and they are specifically addressing stadiums, they're not saying devs, right? So it feels more targeted towards the consumers, right? you can learn more about our plans for stadia this year and they know they they watch us they watch other content creators and the biggest thing most people have been asking for is the roadmap does this mean we're going to get one so i'm just going to open this up to you guys and kind of speculate as to what we might see from this event so to get started we'll start with duncan here
1: What we're going to get out from this uh, event is disappointment. I am Duncan. So, uh, (laughs) I I think uh, I've got, I hope, I really do hope that they are tailoring this for consumers since they have tweeted it out. If it is going to be an atypical day of conference, I do not know why they have tweeted this out to try and get uh, people who follow Cloud Gaming and uh, Google Stadia and Stadiums to to watch this. This sort of event is normally tailored 100% for developers, so you'll hear about new features, how how to bring games easier to Stadia, which is absolutely brilliant news, which is part of some of the talks here i um, I've seen some of the some of the, the comments here. People are getting excited. Embark studios is there. Absolutely great. They're gonna be talking uh, about stuff. Yo, who else is there? What's banned band I can't say it. Can someone said it? Bando Namco. Band and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what game what game did they release recently?
0: Elder, no. Yes, oh, really? so oh, really?
1: so is Elden Ring coming to G or to Stadium? That's that's the that's the speculation. <laughs> that's where people are going down. I'm just saying with that embark one there. So I would say keep your expectations sort of uh, low with this event. I, if they are hyping this up. Um, there's no game announcements, and there's nothing there for the consumer. I think it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty interesting, the, the fallout of this. I am really hoping that something will come from this. My expectations are we're it's going to be dev-focused, but they're going to drop uh, uh, a game coming, and it's going to be a relatively big game coming at Beagle. We Using our new porting tools... X-Game is now coming to Google Stadia later this year, Do that sort of thing. I'm not expecting this to come out and go, uh, here's game after game after game, because they did have things for that called Connects. And I I just don't understand why they're they're pushing this. I I just really uh, don't. And it's got me a bit... I, I really... Stadia just gives you hope that there's something's going to happen and something big is going to come from it. But I just don't know. It is conference season uh, because we've got the GBC coming up. Stadia is not at GBC, which is a game developers conference. It should be noted, and I think it's absolutely fair to say this that GFN are at the Game Developer Conference, and x is at the Game Developer Conference. They are they are appearing in sessions, and GFN have actually got a full session at the GDC. So I would go in with this. Expectations, though,
0: very low. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks for that, uh, Duncan. Let's check in with uh, Jerry. What's he taking here? What, what do you think we'll see? with this event.
4: Yeah. I'll keep it simple because don Duncan, I knew would cover that well. And that's pretty much what to expect. Keep expectations low. Um, Even if we were going into a, a stadia focused event, I would still temper just a little bit as they're still kind of working on where they're going to go. And I think of course they're super concentrated on making up money on the commercial side of things, Uh, you know, with the white labeling and getting this tech out there to more people. So, it it's odd. It does feel odd. I don't know why they're pointing like the Stadia community to go watch this because that, that's a little different than what you would normally do with something like this. So, it definitely gets you intrigued. Like, are they going to pull something out of their hat? Or are they going to do something different? If it's like one big game, like Duncan said, using the porting tools or something like that, that's cool, but that's not something you point an entire community at to watch the entire show. That's something totally different. So, i'll say this it's got my interest peaked enough that i have to watch it just to know right like of course just to know even just because i want to know why they're pointing that entire community to go watch this and say learn more about stadia specifically because i'll tell you this if they don't give enough that's not good right like if you point an entire community to go watch a show and you kind of fall down That's no good. So I do hope that we see something really surprising. Like, wow, we didn't expect to see that kind of content at a conference like this. Because if I don't have that reaction, they should have never pointed everybody to go check it out. (laughs) That's just it's plain and simple. But I am excited to see what happens because they are saying, go watch it, go watch it. So I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. There, so, I, I, what I think ahead. is going
1: to happen is it's going to give enough for the stadium, uh, the big massive stadiums to go. Oh my God, this is absolutely amazing! And it's not going to give enough to the the darters to go, to the raise exp- expectations up. I I just got that thing. It's just going to be right in that middle where it's the just going good old to...
4: gray area. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. It probably will be. But hey, we'll we'll see. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay. So thank you for that. Let's, let's check in with maker. What's he taking this event and what do you think we'll see
2: from it? Well, I think, I, I I don't think we're going to see much. I I think even a game is too much. I I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a game. I think what they're going to announce is a new feature coming to the platform. I think that's the big thing that they're trying to sell people on, which to me it isn't enough to to announce the, your entire community to, to come watch. Uh, this is highly focused around devs, like people who know about the Google Dev Conference. Like at least GDC has like wide appeal. Like it is known as the biggest Dev Conference. This this is strictly with Google, mm. and since it is it is very focused, it is very like most people who are watching this are going to be devs. Uh, They're going to be the technically inclined people. Um, It's not going to be the general consumer. And uh, that makes me believe they're going to do plans, maybe like infrastructure wise, or uh, uh, I would assume like what, what software changes they're going to do to help out these devs so that they can make the porting process even easier for them. Like there's the, you know, look, look at the titles of it. Uh, A lot of it is about focusing on these devs. Like, so I wouldn't expect anything major from a publisher to be announced here for the platform. Uh, So, so that's, that's my take. Don't get your hopes up. Um, Expect maybe some dev stuff and that's it.
0: So uh, something, uh, thank you for that maker. Something I do want to point out. um, This is a Google event, right? And we've joked about like during the Video Games Award, Google, like, highlighting Google Play Games over Google Stadia, right? Showing commercials for that. But this, again, this is Android. This is Google Play. This is Cloud. This is Ads. And this is Stadia. Those are all things that relate to Google, right, when it comes to gaming. And to have a keynote having all those other products, you know, in your portfolio, to have a keynote dedicated to state I mean they're kicking this event off with a stadia keynote. They didn't say like a Google Play keynote. Um
1: there's a, there is a there is one as well.
0: But this is kicking it off. The the first keynote yeah. say that again. Oh, you, 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 Now I'm saying the first keynote normally is the biggest keynote, uh, you know, other, other stuff can get, you know, time as well, but normally the 9am keynote is the biggest one, right. And it's a steady keynote. So I, I, I don't know. I think, I think that's big, right. For them to be that bold to make steady the keynote focus. It's not Google play games. I don't know. I just think that's interesting. But what were you going to say, Duncan? We've
1: got another one as well, which is the Google Play one.
0: What time is that? It
1: is at, uh, it's coming up at my time, which is 4 o'clock.
0: Okay, right, so that's later, I would assume. Right? No, 4
1: o'clock, 4 o'clock UK.
4: So that what would time be that US?
0: 8 a.m. So it's before the city keynote. Yeah. Oh, well, take
1: um, that back. and uh, to, to, just to stir stuff up, which I'm not meaning to stir stuff but up. Hold, hold uh, on. It like, Re-
0: starts at 9 a.m. though. How, how, is, how is there I, another keynote I, before that?
1: I can chuck uh, this across to you if you want to see it. Yeah, let's and, see that. And would you like to know who's at that keynote? Uh, yeah. Our good our good friend uh, Jack Buser is at that one.
0: Yeah. I I yeah send it to me because I'm gonna show you what I'm seeing here. And uh, where's that? So Google for Games Deve- uh, Developer Summit again, March 15th, It starts at nine. Yeah. Right. So
1: maybe that's the cuts going back and stuff. Um, it's... And then
0: and then to kick it off is uh, here goes our boy Jack Buser, like you were saying, director of Game Industry Solutions. So yeah, he's gonna be here. Where's our, where's our other boy? with Phil? Where's Uncle Phil, man? Mm-hmm. Uncle Phil is uh, nowhere to be found here. Anywho, um, let's check in with Monkey. Though, what's he taking this event?
3: I'm not expecting much um because as a developer, so, but like Maker said, I was going to lead to that. Um The general public isn't interested in this. Probably won't take note of it um, but i'll be watching to see what's happening um studio do a ton of work in the background that goes unnoticed to the general consumer all all the companies do because they are consistently working and trying to improve their the, the streaming technologies the, the partnerships with publishers and developers um so Why that should be celebrated any more for Stadia than anyone else, I don't really understand. I find it's because there's so little happening in terms of content coming to Stadia. But here's what I want to see come out of this developer summit, and the reason why maybe Stadia has tweeted this. Hopefully, fingers crossed, there's a developer currently working in a game that's maybe going to come out later this year, and they might showcase and talk about how they've used some of Google's tech and Google's tools to implement, you know, certain features and, you know, just talk about the ways in which they did it, um, what we can expect to see when the game releases. I'm not expecting Elden Ring to come because um, that would just be ridiculous if it came now or later um, when all the hype is already it's not over yet. The, the hype's going to keep going for Elden Ring, to be fair. But um, I'm not expecting that. Yeah, I just I'm interested to see what they're going to bring. And I'll be watching. But I'm not expecting nothing massive.
0: Okay, fair enough. Guys, my my expectations, excitement level is, like, right up there. Sorry to say. When, when someone tweets about... Uh, so two things stands out to me in this tweet. First of all, they tween about this event, right? Second of all, our plans for stating this year. Again, I know these guys watch content creators and I would have to... And they took that survey. They took the survey, right? And I think uh, something that they're aware of is people talking about what the heck... Up with this platform give us a roadmap so i don't know i'm i'm hyped i'm hyped expectations you know are i i wouldn't say low just be honest but just some excitement man and i'm hoping if we don't see anything great but if we do man it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i'm gonna talk about luna and i'm gonna tell you why in a way like with with Google Stadia, there's there's something going on for me. And when we talk about Luna, I will discuss that more. But anyone else wanna talk about this event? If not we're gonna move on to the next thing. Anyone else? Alright, great. So let's talk about Amazon Luna. My goodness, uh talk about news, right? So Luna is officially out of beta, beta, beta in the United States, if you guys haven't been following the news. So a couple of things are happening with this platform. First of all, I want to say it is what we've all been speculating. I would say this is the platform for channels. That's what it comes down to, right? They have six now channels, um, which we'll all go over where you have to pay monthly subscription for each uh they have something new called uh play free with prime so if you're a prime member they have rotating games that you get to try i don't know how i feel about this but i'll give my take on it uh interesting so the channels are the new channel that was added was the retro channel so if you like retro games, that's good stuff. And then the other new channel was a Jackbox game channel, which this channel has me really hopeful. Um, and I'll explain why here in a bit, I'll, I'll explain now it, this channel shows me that we can have stuff like a resident, uh, resident Capcom channel Square Enix, because this is a developer channel, right? Kind of like Ubisoft plus But they don't have like a streaming service. So Ubisoft Plus is like a streaming service. This is not. So this tells me like Capcom can make a dedicated specific channel for Luna offering the games and offer a monthly subscription. So that's hopeful. But yeah, so we had other stuff again broadcast live from Twitch from Luna. You can use your phone as a camera. Uh, Jerry covered this in the overview video. Really impressive stuff. And then you can use your phone as a controller as well. So, a lot of stuff going on for this platform. So, let's talk about this. I'm going to open it up to Duncan. What's your take on the Luna News for this week?
1: You went in somewhere to, uh, with the Jackbox channel. Uh, I'll just cover that while it's in my head. I think that's an absolute the stroke of genius, that channel. Uh, when do you play Jackbox games? so you subscribe for that one week uh, or one yeah. one month for your party so that channel is going to get bombarded at Christmas time and all that sort of carry on people will subscribe for that month they don't want to buy the games but they just want to get it I think that is an absolute work of genius uh, two things, i will get the bad thing out from the way, where's the expansion we, you're now out from the in the US bring us over, bring it expansion needs to happen and it needs to happen pretty pretty soon i think uh just to carry on the momentum because they, they they've got a couple of things they can drop in here to carry on this momentum uh expansion is one and they've got two big games that they're they're going to drop in there at some stage in new world and lost ark yeah because they own them. Uh, with the channels, I, I know people are very, very skeptical of the channels. And I understand that you would not want to just buy games or you would just want a bigger sort of one. For me, I have no problem with them uh, because it's something I've been yapping about for for years now, it seems. I'm just going to jump about all over the shop because that's what Clyde gives me the options. Too. I want to play uh, some of Retro Games. I'm going to subscribe to the Retro channel, then drop it the following month. I want to go and play uh, Forza. I'm going to subscribe to Xbox and do that. This is the where we're going to go, and it, we're just going to get into this content game. And There is going to be a ton of fragmentation, but I think we're going to see a subscribe to you all sort of one at a reduced cost. of Nick your cable TV, where you can subscribe to you all and you get a discount for doing all that sort of carry on. I'm excited to see where this is going. We're, I know what other people have saying that Luna is not a platform, Luna doesn't do this, Luna doesn't do that. And I think we're, what we're seeing here with Luna is a much more elegant approach and a whole baked in and big picture uh, with it, the integration to Twitch. Watching the streams and then be able to jump in to the stream, or if you're watching a stream, you can jump into the game. That is going to that's going to be quite interesting and down down the line. It just seems to be thought put into it, and the Luna Couch stuff again. I, it, it, so, some of the stuff uh, the other platforms should should have been doing from from the get go, and Luna is coming out now. where they have their issues now? Direct from data, we have full rights now to go. Yeah, two guns blazing if they don't yes. bring the games. They're for me. They're going to get maybe a month or two's grace until because they've dropped so much here. But they are now under the spotlight every single month now. Why aren't you bringing the games? You need to bring more games, but it's it is just really, really exciting here, uh, just to see this from afar.
3: Okay,
0: Fair enough. Thank you for that, Duncan. Uh, I'm just going to bring this up, and we're going to go to Jerry next, but what the hell is the online play? I'm just going to say that, and then Jerry, you pick up. The fact that you can't play online on Luna Plus is like, this is now officially out of beta, and still there's no line, there's no friends list. Can we talk about that? Anyway, I'm I'm going to have some stuff to say, but Jerry, let's, let's check in with you. Man.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> the thing is we all have that uh, checklist of like every time we go to a service or platform, what does it have? Does it have the friends list? Does it have uh party chat? Does it have, you know, easy ways for our LFG? Does it have achievements? Does it, you know, and so on and so on and so on, all these things that we want, but, You know, I'm just I'm honestly from a completely different spectrum on all of this stuff. And I love what I see with cloud, especially the past few months. I I like the differences that are happening out there and that there is so many different options. Now, if you're going to add up all of the channels and say, I have to subscribe to all of those the cost is too much, I get that. I would probably agree with you. Even as a content creator, I'm never going to subscribe to every channel at one time. I have no need to. I don't even have time to go to every channel and play every channel every day to get the worth out of that. Um, I'll be subscribing to the Luna Plus channel, as I typically do, because I'm a founder, and I thought that was some pretty fair pricing they put out there uh, for that. And the kids' channel um, for my $2.99. So for $9, bucks, i will pretty much stay locked into those Everything else will rotate, whether or not I pick it up for a month. Like Duncan said, holiday time probably grab up the Jackbox Channel. Who knows? Other times, the Retro Channel. I'm gonna be in the mood. There's games in there I like with Forsaken and whatnot. I'll pick that up and then I'll drop it. I'll like basically pay for it for a month, immediately cancel it, and have 30 days. Like I, I'm not. You just be able to jump around. I think the business model is fantastic. I, I know a lot of people won't like it, especially if you're if you're a console gamer or you love Stadia's model. Luna's not for you. And that's fine. It doesn't need to be for you. They have almost 150 million Prime subscribers that they now have a gateway drug, the Prime games that they'll be rotating, that you'll see pop up on your pages everywhere when you go. And your Alexa is eventually going to say, hey, Jerry, you haven't tried a game in a while. Like, it's going <laughs> it's, it's to be constant. Um, and it's a free way to check it out. And what I was saying last, uh, when was it? CGX Talks the other day. Luna is perfect for the mom, the dad, and the family. And I know Stadia is kind of shifting that way a little bit too, but their they, their focus isn't there. I see kind of where Luna's at right now. And for the parents out there, like I could tell you right now, I have plenty of family members that can't tell you anything about gaming. They 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 wouldn't know what the newest console is. They have no idea what cloud is. But when they see games on their Fire Stick or on their Amazon account or 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 some enticing things, those those people are going to jump in. Um, or they see that they can have their kids play some games that are safe on the on the kids' channel, and they're a Prime member. Look, every friend I've ever had that has moved out of their parents' house and got in their own place or got married got Prime. Okay? They start having packages delivered. It's just the truth. And so this Luna doesn't have to target the hardcore gaming audience, and I don't believe they even need a whole bunch of Day 1 and bangers and all of that. They need good, decent channels. They need a good selection of games, new and old, um, and to continue having good value. When you look at each channel individually, they do offer a good enough value, and I think a lot of people will, will rotate on those. And the, inter- and the integration of Twitch streaming is one of the best. Like I said before, I was dreading making that video, and I loved it. I actually thought that was some of the best integration for direct streaming that I've seen. So Luna's doing a lot of stuff right. It's not going to be the platform for everybody. I get that. But looking at what I think is their target audience, I think that they're doing a great job so uh, laying a great who, foundation for where they're, where they're going to head.
0: Right. Sorry, to, I thought you'd done. Sorry. Uh, who are who who are the target audience? Just These case?
4: are your most casual prime subscribers. The moms, dads, families, people who aren't so hardcore into gaming that they need every new game. You know what I mean. And I think the big takeaway in today's podcast too is every single person here has talked about lack of content on all cloud. And that's why I'm also a local gamer. I have every single console you can think of. I have the PCs. I have everything because I will not miss out on a single AAA game that I want to play. Trust me. Elden Ring <laughs> that I hate, I still got to have it, right? GT7, I'm playing Gran Turismo this weekend. I will never miss out. Cloud's there to help me supplement. But if you're a cloud-only gamer, you are missing out on so much. And it must be so frustrating to watch platform after platform after platform not put your games out. And unfortunately, it's going to be that way for a long time yet. It's just the way it's going to be when it comes to cloud growing. But I like what I see Luna doing, and I think their target audience is that super casual, older moms, dads, families, people with Prime, and I think that they're pretty smart with the way they've set this up. Okay, Very nice. It's also great for people who can't afford to stream. This is by far the cheapest way and most high-quality way I have seen for like a kid or a new streamer to jump in who has practically no money and be able to at least get something started.
0: Yeah, they, they can stream uh, those Ryan games from the family channel, man. You know, Because then I didn't then they're, they're not gonna have the bangers to stream, man. You
4: know, No, but for people who are poor or can't afford to do any other setup That's but they true. wanna feel part of That's something true. who who don't That's even true. care if they build a community. They don't wanna make a life out of it, right? They don't even care if they get a viewer. But that that teenager or that younger kid or even that dad who's broke, who who's just trying to feed his family might be able to get a a place to get away, might be able to just jump in for free or for a couple of bucks and be like, wow, you know what? I may not be playing the newest, the best stuff, but I, I was able to do this. And I don't know. I just I see where they're coming from. And I just think it's smart. That's that's just me.
0: Okay, fair enough.
4: Uh, It's not for you. Luna's (laughs) never going to be for you, and it's never going to be for me. We're the bangers. We're the console gamers. We're the hardcore guys. Luna's never going to truly be for me or you, but, man, it's going to be for millions of people. I really think so. But the thing is, it can be. If they want it to be, but does it need to be? Do I want every cloud platform to offer every single banger and be the same thing for for everybody and maybe even become so expensive that that dad I was just talking about can't get in? I I don't know. I don't know what the landscape looks like as we go down the road.
0: You know, I every high school kid has a well, hangout on Twitch. That's yeah, amazing.
4: yeah, I'm telling you, there's a whole whole bunch, whole bunch. All
0: right, well, again, well, uh, so we covered Duncan, we haven't covered Specky Monkey. Go ahead, Speck,
3: <laughs> not yet. No, um, go for it. Just as a side note, none of you ever invite me to a party where we are playing. Jackbox games, <laughs> I am not coming <laughs> <laughs> Because Thinking games, i not going to party for that <laughs> um, Yeah, look, we had a, a sort of discussion about Luna there uh, and I don't want to repeat everything that everyone's said, really it doesn't have the, the biggest and most brand new content I can see why Ace thinks you might get a Capcom or an EA channel I Don't think that's happening um, on Luna because these publishers have so much content, it would be far easier for them to use a business to business solution and do it themselves if they were ever going to do that. I think um, I like what Luna's doing, I can see where they're going uh, with all these new features. Uh, I love the I'm not a mobile gamer, I hate touch controls, but I really like the layout of the, the controller and the way they've done it when Jerry showcased that. I thought that was really cool. They're yeah, really good. Um, the different setups you can do there. So, I like where they're going, but no online play, you know, no multiplayer. The Luna Couch feature's great, but no friends list, yeah. It's still half-baked out of early access and still only in America. So I guess we just need to wait and see. These these platforms and services are developing every day, so it's not going to be the same yesterday as it is today, and it won't be the same tomorrow. So as it is just now, there's nothing there to make me jump right in, in time. Then maybe we just need to wait and see. But it's progress nonetheless.
0: Yeah. Fair I just enough.
3: jump in with one, one quick, ahead, one Duncan. quick thing.
1: Yes, there, the multiplayer is an issue, but there is multiplayer games on there, which you play online with people. There, it's very, very limited. Yeah. Very, very, very. Two,
0: very, two, f- two games, Duncan. What? What's the two? That baseball game and there's another one. Uh the Smith or something like that. Smith. Oh,
4: Smith. Smith. Yeah. And then, of yeah. course, to clarify, we are talking about, like, the Luna Plus channel and stuff, because, mm-hmm. of course, Ubisoft Plus channel has all, you know, that's yeah, all but, multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. That don't yeah. count.
0: That don't count, yeah. <laughs>
4: well, we can't yeah. count and discount parts of services. We have to take it all into account. It you know, yeah. that, does have a like certain amount.
0: That's like PC, though. You know? it's, it's not like, well, again, you don't have your friends list. That don't count. It's like yeah, that's interesting because
4: with Ubisoft Plus, you actually get all your Ubisoft friendly. It actually solves all the problems that you have here. For. <laughs> that's, that's, Ubisoft friends true, list, you have chat, you have that's,
0: everything. that's Ubisoft <laughs> stuff though. It's not like so there the <laughs> I see your point. I see. I, I, uh, yeah. I, see your point. I see your point. All right, the maker. do we get you here? All
2: right. Uh, a, uh, yeah. I uh, I agree with the. Uh, uh, Jerry. He, he said that is for the casuals, uh, that I know people who their latest console is an Xbox 360 and legit, like the games that they love to play right now are like Jackbox games and like little like (laughs) dating Sims and stuff like that. Like really low, you know, requirements type stuff. And it's just like there are people who who will subscribe to like this Jackbox if they find out oh I could get all of them for just four four ninety nine a month there will be people that'll probably pick that up so that they can play. Uh, do I think all these channels offer like a good enough subscription for people to jump in? No, I, I think Luna Plus is is lacking in a, a lot of bigger titles that they need to really pull people in. Um, the fam- I think the family channel is like decent, but it definitely needs some work as well. Ret- I think retro is probably the coolest one in my opinion. There's a- there's a lot of like really old school titles that uh, that really interest me with that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but it's just me. I I think I think it's kind of neat. Like it- Street Fighter Two is is a big one in a sh- showcase. Like I yeah. want... Play play that with couch with my buddy. You know that 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 sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, so I don't I don't think it's going to appeal to everyone, but that casual player that that maybe that older person who hasn't gamed in a while and they're like, oh, they got this retro channel with Street Fighter Two. Yeah. I can only I can pay five bucks and I can play with my buddy. It it, it it's somewhat enticing. Yeah, and I I. I hope it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. The no online play, uh, the, uh, no friends list and stuff like that are definitely things that they need to work on as well as expansion into other countries. Yeah. And I hope we do see that. Uh, I, I would honestly say this was a, this is a better start than Stadia's. That's just my opinion. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just think it, it brings something to the table that I could see people wanting like to me, State didn't make that splash, and I, I think that's apparent. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, I, the, the, I, I will say there are, there there are the, two. Does big, anyone like, having... really want this? They're like who 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 wins I, this? I and... know I know people who would want this. Seriously, yeah, yeah, and, and the fact that you get free ones like out the gate with Prime. Uh, That's that's already better than what Stadia did. Stadia didn't even have any free to play titles for what I mean. I'll say
4: one game on Luna Plus that actually helped me out a little bit because at the six bucks a month I've been paying, Chorus is the game I actually beat it on Luna because I didn't have to buy it anywhere. It was a day-and-date title, $40 anywhere else, $39.99 mm-hmm. US. Mm-hmm. I know that's only one game, but it means that, it, it, that there is potential in the future to get AA and AAA releases that aren't just Ubisoft, right? Mm-hmm. And so for that 40 bucks, that's like eight months, uh, seven months of my subscription or whatever right there. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot. It's not great, but I did actually choose to play on Luna at a nice steady 60 FPS, it ran really well and and played it on there and just didn't buy it on my Xbox or on Stadia or anywhere because I could play it here. It's not something that happens often, but it was really cool. It was it was nice to see that on there.
1: Yeah. Yes. Could you go could you go back to the prime game, Sarge? I just wanna draw people's attention to something on to... it.
4: Bar bar the free and prime,
1: which is going to be a big draw.
0: Yeah, let me get that for you. You
1: yeah. can actually think up. Of... The games are on this pretty pretty well. If you if you have a look at the the, the two uh, months there, uh, you've got your frogs with your tracks, Devil May Cry with Mortal Shell, Flashback with the of the Fighters and Observer and Amnesia. You can you can see a sort of uh, I'm I'm maybe seeing patterns where there is no patterns, but I think you can sort of see that there's. A, the thugs and the Tracks is going for like the Kibbe sort of family market. The Devil May Cry and Mortal Shell is going for the more hardcore sort of uh, title flashback and whatever is going for the retro and observer and then these are to sort of cut these sort of games will maybe get some people interested who maybe missed it. I think it's some clever sort of games are actually going into the prime offering. Never mind talking about getting the models Phoenix rising for a week there at the bottom as well, which, which is absolutely class and it's the gold edition as well, isn't it? Which is all the mm-hmm. fun and games in that.
0: Yeah.
4: So and that's do we- interesting because that's uh, Immortals, that's Ubisoft Plus, right? So that's like yeah. a bigger channel and a bigger publisher throwing one in there from the 8th to the 15th. Yeah. And I'll say one funny thing about this Prime because I say this is the gateway drug for all these millions of Prime members. I got three text messages asking me when this happened and went live, do I need a Luna controller to play Devil May Cry 5 on the Prime channel? And I <laughs> was no, do you have an Xbox? You know, I let them know. No, you don't have to. Um, but uh, like obviously there's gonna be some pull, like throwing mm-hmm. those out there for people to try, like, holy crap, like yeah. I could do that, or wait, I could just grab my Xbox controller or do that or my PlayStation controller. So um not too bad. I just hope the titles they keep filtering in and out are, are good, kind of good draws. Because I like Immortals, Mortal Shell, and Devil May Cry five out of these that I think might actually get someone to click on and play. Yeah. All
0: right, so we got everyone, right? All right, so I just want to say I am glad that these guys cannot hide under the beta tag anymore because now we can truly roast this platform. And, I mean, after having two years to look at what your competitors are doing, right, this is what we get. I, I, I have to say, man, uh, this was like... The last, uh, the, this might sound bad and maybe I was expecting too much, but I was like counting on Luna to like pave the way to be that clogging platform that everyone, you know, should copy, look up to. But they have offered nothing that, like, me personally, that interests me. The channel idea is good, but look at what we're getting, guys. Luna Plus, realistically speaking, they're charging you $10 a month. I know you can talk about grandfather, grandfathered in, but that's $10 a month, right? No online. You can't play online. Oh, two games you can. There's no friends list, right? The games there are, I would say, mediocre at best. There's no bangers, right? When I compare this to Google Stadia, with Stadia Pro, I'm getting 50 games that I can play instantly. Not the greatest games, but then the option to be able to, Able to buy newer games, I feel like that's a better approach than having
1: than your games.
0: Okay, Duncan. Well, re- realistically, they haven't <laughs> began the newer. But think about when this launched. We were comparing lunches, right? Again, when Stadia launched, they had the bangers, right? Yes, people might say you know it's not true 4K, but they had Red Dead Redemption they had Borderlands three they had like all the bangers that was coming out that year so they they lost focus of that hopefully with this dev summit we can see them get back to that but the model of eight being able to buy triple a games you know is 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 very appealing and then having we talked about having both to have that with stadia pro as well i i i am really really disappointed and I talked about this in you know in the chat. If you add all the costs up for all the channels, people might say, "Oh, we, you know, I'm only gonna pay for one." Yeah, it's up to twenty five dollars, bro. Like twenty five dollars, like without including Ubisoft Plus, right? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I seriously don't see who this is geared towards. Like you maybe the casual gamers but i don't know man are are they going to pay ten dollars a month to to play those games are they going to pay five dollars a month for for the retro games and then really disappointed with the prime games as well right i mean they that's a huge missed opportunity prime members right should have access to these to at least the Luna Plus channel. What the heck is? Are these rotating games, bro? And then you have eight to fifteen to play. Immortals Phoenix Rising, right? You have four games in my. Uh, this is this is a flip show, bro. Like, not really impressed, man. Not really impressed. But that's uh, my take. That's my take.
2: I I wanted to bring up something. Uh, one big thing is that uh, you said you know Stadia had all the big titles. Uh, the problem I had with with Stadia at launch, you had to buy these titles, most of them individually. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it it was a huge amount of money if you wanted to get that library. Is the thing the barrier to entry with this is a lot lower, and what you get for what, what you are paying for is actually a pretty good deal. Uh, nine nine ninety nine, you get a hundred over a hundred titles. Stadia's subscription service came with what, like four, or was it, or was it two? Right for to start, but these
0: guys—sorry—they've and- <clears throat> had two years to build up <clears throat> the portfolio. So to be fair, we should be comparing them now, not last. So it's, it's, it,
1: yes, it, that, 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 that's that's absolute <laughs> and nonsense to me because Stadia had. Uh, uh, Stadia was built, getting built for five years beforehand. If you don't have the games... You, you, no, uh, Stadia, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stadia, Stadia was... Ra- be- we know
0: Stadia was
2: rushed, dude.
0: All, all the, Stadia uh, is rushed. It was but, rushed. But
2: if I compare now, point. a new a new player to Luna can get for $9.99 over 100 titles, where, with as I said before, with Stadia, a new player gets 55. The amount of titles you get is significantly more um the ubisoft plus channel is i honestly i mean it's the same cost as stadium you get the basic titles through that as well uh advertising this through prime is is key and i definitely think that they could you know garner a a decent player base based off of this
0: okay guys okay i i'm just glad i'm just glad they are the beta because now that excuse of they still in beta, you guys can't use it anymore. So we truly can roast this platform. Yeah, absolutely, we can. Okay. Yeah. And 4K, thank you, Zero Games. It doesn't even have 4K yet. Like, guys, they spent two years to create this platform. No 4K, no online, no, like, apart from Ubisoft, no AAA, other publishers. What the hell is it? It's a, is, is a, is a jackbox. Like, yeah. Yes, you what's got...
1: the point to have them 4K if you can't actually run them 4K? The what
0: game's the problem?
4: the problem with what cloud is 4K. If people don't really understand how difficult the 4K really is to run, and so and we should give why... Stadia
0: props then. Yo. No, because Stadia doesn't have 4K. 4K? 4K is
4: horrendous. Yeah. It's close. Absolutely horrendous. But no, it's dude, really it's, not. It's, it's close. not. It's, I can It's, just it's not. It's not. It's not even close. It's not even close guys, it, to if you take it. a Stadia 4K to stop a GFN it. 4K or a local dude, 4K. Yes, it's dude. absolutely it's, miles beyond. Not even close. How about this though? How about
0: 4K? this? Luna's 4K is better. I, I mean, uh, Lu, uh, Stadia's 4K is better than Luna's 1080. Can we make that argument?
4: No. No, I can't because I actually nope. have videos showing even GFN's 1080 being better than Stadia's 4K. Yeah. It's very muddy. It has a lot of issues when it comes to their yeah. stream, whether you're on a device or on a browser. Now, on your TV nice. where it's purposely cleaning up the image, that's a whole other thing. But nice. when you're testing them apples to apples, I would not want xCloud, Luna, or anybody else to come out with that type of 4K. The 4K I want to see is what oh GFN has goodness, out on the shield guys. if you're going to give on. me 4 k i I'm going uh, to agree with Jerry.
1: Jerry, here, I... GFN's 1080. This is before even the 38 or 3080 was better than Stadia's 4K. You, you, you just got more detail, you have got more everything, and just looked so much better.
2: Yeah, go back to Gamer TV's post. He, he remember when he was sharing the comparisons between Luna yeah, and yeah, Stadia. I remember that. And, yeah, I remember and that. Luna was blowing it out of the water. And that, uh, that's yeah, the thing is, is the quality of these ports are actually really good if we take a look at them. Uh, in comparison oh. to Stadia, which is very kind of hit or miss on some of these games, and I think, I think that's something to bring up as well. Is is that like what about lack of support with Stadia as well? Like that—that's that, what I'm worried about. Is is Stadia has had these flops and stuff of this. Luna is is brand new. A lot of these ports seem to be done well. We'll see if it holds. But at, so- at the current time, I think it's fine.
0: Amen. You, you know, like. I I think just like we hold Google Stadia to a standard, I be, I think these guys should be held to a standard as well. And I, it's, the problem you know,
1: the problem we have is uh, two of us here can't actually do a proper comparison of of it.
0: And we, that's this an go- issue. That's an issue. Stadia uh, launched in UK guys day one. Like let's let's be real. This guy... like we had two years here to work in the service and this is what we get in uh, the, the fact that people are okay with this is it's it's crazy to me no online no 4k no international launch no triple a channels you're giving us Jackbox box and retro and like we're cool i don't know man this might take anyway i don't want to spend too much time here but I'm not impressed that's all I'm saying not impressed but yeah it's me a- anyone else don't want to be a downer but not impressed
4: yeah being a downer you're okay. you have specific needs and I think that you you tend to really mm-hmm. look at it more specifically as to what you want out of cloud gaming and also mm-hmm. the awesome cloud gaming community out there that's only cloud gaming. And so you you guys want way more, way faster out of these services than anybody in my position would want, right? Because it doesn't matter to me how long it takes cloud to take off because it's not my main way of gaming. I'm going to play all the games locally, and I'll play on cloud all the stuff I can. For me, Luna, I mostly only use it. I use it to play Chorus. I use it to play Medium a little bit. But I use the Ubisoft Plus channel. That's all I really play. I play my Ubisoft games on there on the go when I want to. That's, that's mostly what I use that for. Arguably, I use GFN for the same thing.
0: Okay. Great. Question for you real quick. Just being realistic, right? Do you see yourself using Luna?
4: Besides my Ubisoft channel?
0: Just as a whole. As a whole. Yeah. With, with well, yeah, I
4: still use Luna on a on a weekly basis even before the release for my Ubisoft channel because that's my favorite sub, right? I subbed to Ubisoft Connect before it was Ubisoft Plus, and when it was only PC, it wasn't on Stadia or or Luna yet. So when they expanded, I won because all of a sudden I had the same subscription giving me my games on Stadia, Luna, NPC, and NGFN. And so it's great for me. That's my favorite sub besides Game Pass.
0: Okay, so you would rather pay play your Ubisoft games on Luna instead of rtx 3080
4: gfn no not not necessarily so i will play on either one of those they're both better quality than what i get for my ubisoft games over on stadia if i'm looking at it that way yeah but my, gfn my or luna though, would be my go-to okay. for ubisoft games
0: okay so my question though is like realistically who here is actually going to use this service like who you talked about like playing Ubisoft Plus games with it, but you're playing the GFN, right? Like,
4: how well, not mostly depends on where people... I'm playing. Like, if I'm on my phone or iPad, it's Luna. Ten P sixty super clean. It works really well, and I like the platform. I just like how it operates. I like how it launches the games. So I enjoy Luna a little bit more okay. on that aspect. Okay. If I'm on my PC and I'm not wanting to download a game or use my PC, GFN all day for fourteen forty one twenty. If I'm on my TV, it's GFN because the 4K 60 is real 4K 60 and nothing comes close. So that's kind of where I fall in. it depends on where I'm playing and what I, what kind of experience I want.
1: Yeah. Yes, you know. I, I just want to uh, touch a point here, uh, which is in the chat. If I go to you, what is GFN for? It's for the PC gamers. What is XCloud for? It's the backup for. Uh, xbox lena looks like it is going down the subscription model for the families and for the cheaper stadia is meant to be the console equivalent out there so that is where the standards are all there and this is where i know this is where i'm looking at it. i'm comparing stadia to a console because it's got the storefront and it's got the subscription and that. If Stadia turned around tomorrow and said we are now a fully subscription-based model, my expectations would be completely and utterly changed in regards to Stadia. and My criticisms would be coming down a hell of a lot. Because if you've got a storefront, you have different expectations. And my expectations of Luna going forward are they're going to have to increase the number of games coming each week. But I'm not expecting the game quality to dramatically increase. I'm not expecting the day and date releases and stuff like that because it's a subscription service. I'm not expecting day and date releases. With Stadia, I am still expecting these day and date releases because it has got a storefront. And this is where Stadia really needs to change. I know you want all these big bangers onto Luna. I'm not expecting the big bangers on Luna unless there's a new channel launches if they drop the EA channel. I've got my expectations of what Luna is going to give me down the line, and it's just going to be old Netflix before they started doing their own content, just older games with the occasional sort of mid tier sort of game every so often.
0: Yeah. I I hear you. I'm just glad these guys are out of beta so we can roast them more consistently on a weekly basis.
3: You just want the heat to (laughs) cough stadia for a change. That's all it is. No, it's you're not, worried it's about this part.
0: These guys had two years nah. to cook up this service and this is what we get. Like
3: don't, I I, 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 look, look. I agree though that's a thing, but you just, I, I don't you I don't, don't think people now. are gonna
0: no, I don't think I don't think people are gonna use the service. Like I you know what? Every week I'm gonna come on here and ask you guys, did you play Luna? Let's see like who actually is playing Luna for real. I like, mean okay I'm
1: did... go, We can't, we can't
0: Yeah yeah, but yeah anyway and, and that's that's another thing the fact that you can't play luna and it officially launched it's an issue on its own anywho let's move to xbox cloud game and we can be here for days but sorry shot didn't want this to be like a downer um but
3: no they're love disappointed they huh? love it because it's not stadia that's getting it anymore you're the biggest Stadium now you are the poster child
0: Okay. all right so we're going to move to xbox cloud game and uh several games were announced for this platform uh releasing this month again they give us the first half of games coming and then later in the month they give us the second half of games coming to game pass and i would say the biggest games that was announced coming for the first half are uh, marvel's guardians of the galaxy and uh, flight sim i'm gonna pull it up here i can't even see the rest of the games but just want to know open this up i do want i think we will have time to cover playstation now so i want to quickly get to that uh but yeah anyone here have you what are your thoughts about xbox cloud gaming releases and does this excite you for the month of march so uh, we'll start with GTP, Jerry, here. What's he taking the Xbox Cloud?
4: Man, finally, Flight Simulator yes. is on freaking xCloud, man. It took them forever, but I'll yes, tell sir. you what. I'm glad they took their time with it because yeah. I jumped in on my Xbox One X because you can't play Flight Sim on there, right? And I, I wanted to be able to finally play it on there and see how it ran. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's great to be able to play a next-gen only title. It's opened up to so many more millions of people now with Xbox One consoles that are like, yeah. yes, I can finally play this um man it's great i i i you know i did a bunch of spin look around you do all the stuff to try to make the the pixelation happen to try to make the bitrate drop the things that i complain about with xcloud right because there's there's games on xcloud for me that just look horrid The, the the pixelation's horrid but there's some that are super clean um flight sim for me was so clean and that's what i was so happy about because there's so much text on the screen all your little gauges all kinds of stuff that can muddy up and they took the time to get that. The fl- The frame rate stayed stable for me. That's a 30 FPS game for a lot of reasons um, when it's running on a Series X. Um, and, yeah, I thought it did great. I was really happy with the way they brought that over uh, to X Cloud. So they took the time, and I see why they, they took the time to do it. Because if that game came out all a pixelated mess, uh, it wouldn't be any good. So really great title. That's super strong, super yeah. strong title for Cloud. And then, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy, which I beat um you know i bought it beat it whatever i knew it was going to come to game pass eventually but you know we're not waiting when games come out i get them i'm like maker too like i'm playing the new games right now not not next month not a year from now i, I don't wait till games go on sale i, play, I get them right away i'm um, super excited if you haven't played guardians of the galaxy and you have game pass definitely just 100 get in there one of my favorite games last year that i beat so this was a great uh, start to the month and that little indie game far uh, far changing tide that was also on gfn that's a day and date Um, which is really cool. It's only a little indie game, but it looks really fun. And uh, it was a day and date release for that. So good start of the month. Really good start of the month.
0: Yeah, strong, strong. Good to get your take there. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on the Xbox games release, xCloud games releasing?
1: Yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was my game of the year last year. So uh, if anybody has not played that, play that and Hellmonkey's got his head in his hands. Here. Hopefully it's <laughs> not because I said that. No, no, it's not that. Guardians of the Galaxy is absolutely brilliant. If you're tempted to stream it, put it on streamer mode, it ruins the game, by the way, if you're doing that because the music in the game is absolutely fantastic. Fight uh, Sim go on class uh, far that that far game changing tags uh also a the date release absolutely good as well just to, just since I everybody thinks I'm on the steady hitting mode here I'll just do this for a bit of banter. uh we're not even talking about young souls which was a steady exclusive it's like it sort of goes back to it's like filler games it's, that would be a filler game in, this week on the uh, on the game pass sort of list here, it's not even being looked at because of the standard of the other games there. But I think this is a pretty good opening, a pretty good this is an uh, awesome opening of the month, uh, for, for Game Pass. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh, a Cause Kings drops as well, uh, the other on the month on Game Pass, doesn't it? Maker, yes,
4: oh, yes, yeah, wait. wait. <laughs> Yes. Crusader Kings Three, yeah. I'm yeah. wondering the the second half though. They haven't told us like what's yeah. going to be cloud mm-hmm. PC con. That's because right. I really want to see Shredders on cloud. Shredders is going to be freaking awesome. It got delayed. It was going to be a December release for a snowboarding game. It's a next gen only title. It looks really good. They pushed it to March 17th, but I don't know if it's going cloud. I don't remember. I hope so.
3: Yeah.
0: Just yeah. just curious, what are your thoughts about this? The fact that they're giving us you know what's coming late on. The year. So this might be the full list, right? Or maybe they might. But we never got this before. They just give us like the f- the first half. But now we have March seventeen, twenty four, twenty nine, thirty one. I think it's because. It, I think it's because it's just uh,
1: they've already been announced that they were coming to Game Pass. So oh, okay. Okay. It's uh, Crusader's Kings was announced at one of their events. Uh, so Shredders was actually meant to be before Christmas. As well, and that was pushback. So yeah, it's I think it's it's a it's a decent month there. I know people are gonna laugh about Crusaders Kings, but that is an absolutely a massive sort of game and franchise. And um, it's the first time it's going to console, so it's I think it's one of them smart moves of pushing that into the, in the Game Pass to try and get some momentum going with that because that game is just going to run and run and run with all the DLC which will come to it as well.
0: Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's check in with uh, who? Monkey. What's your take on the Xbox Cloud game? In?
3: Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good start to the month. Um, I'm not going to be playing any of them in the cloud. Not Flight? No, it looks like I was going to say a very bad word. Um it doesn't look very good we'll just leave it at that um, I couldn't read it, like Jerry's got the complete opposite experience from me, I was struggling to read anything, um, Flight Some isn't my game, but I'm jumping in there because I want to see what it's like Game Pass for me is basically just PC now, I don't have a console, so anything from Game Pass, I'm playing it on PC because the cloud versions of the games where I'm at is just absolutely horrendous. Um not enjoyable whatsoever. Uh, and it's a disappointment because I've been waiting so long for this service to, to improve. Now listen, I live in Scotland but I don't live atop a Ben Nevis. So I don't I don't live in an island in the North Sea. I live in a rural south town where the internet infrastructure is very good. Um, you know, we, we eat with Nathan and here. We don't use our hands. <laughs> so why is this so bad for me? And why can't Microsoft help me? Their help, their helpline is utterly useless. They don't even have a network test. I just realized the other day, like, they don't even have a network test, you know, built in to the help section, or even when you bring up uh, the cloud gaming page. So you're just guessing. You're just guessing at how good an experience that you're going to get. I know it's in beta, but when they upgraded to the Series X hardware, which can do 4K on the consoles, etc., Expected much better, and it's just a disappointment. So, it's a good month for content. The content's good, the content is solid, but the performance is dreadful, and I won't be enjoying it. That's
0: a bummer. Hopefully, they get that working and fixed for you. But, Maker, what's what's your take on these games?
2: So, I think this is a really good uh start for the month. I'm curious to see what else we get. I know we know you know Shredders and Memoir of Blue, Persia King Three and, and Weird West are coming later. Uh I, I'm excited about a memoir blue. It's made by I think it's Anna which uh they they've done a, a few really cool indie titles, Outer Wilds and stuff of that nature. Uh so so I'm I'm excited to try that out. They also did uh it was a day and date title what was the title called? Something Escape. Uh, it was kind of like a walking sim that was uh, where you played guitar. And it was, it was actually, I think it was nominated for, uh, what was it?
3: Oh, the Artful yes, Escape.
2: Artful Escape. That's it. Like, it's a, f- a fun little game. And so I'm excited about Memoir Blue later in the month. But uh, the big title, obviously, is Guardians of the Galaxy, which I have a friend of mine, and he did not purchase it. I did. Oh, I, I got it. Uh, uh, and so I played it. I, I and I, I really love the game and now he can experience it too. Uh, the, the big title for the beginning for me is probably Kentucky route zero. I've never played it, but, uh, it has critical acclaim and it's kind of an indie title, uh, not sure how well you'd like it, Ace, but <laughs> but it uh, but I, I know some people would would probably love to try that and test that game out. Interesting. Uh, so Go ahead. Uh, my big I do have a complaint about this month with Game Pass, real All quick. Right. Um, that nier automata is leaving on the fifteenth. Yes, and I'm I'm upset because that is probably one of like my top three games of the decade. Yes. That's 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 how much I put that in high regard. So I am sad that it's leaving.
0: Monkey, that's your game too, right?
3: Yeah, but uh, I bought it on. I bought the game of the Yorha edition uh, last year to play through it again. I've only just started that because um, I played the original. It. Maker's absolutely spot on it. I think it's one of the best games I've yeah. ever made um, that I've experienced anyway. And for that to be leaving is a disappointment. I kind of feel like if you've not played it already, you probably won't. I mean, I'm on to, I'm to my. This will be my third <laughs> playthrough of this game. Um, wow! So wow. You know. Yeah, I beat, I beat it three three times. So yeah, I,
2: I know, I know the feel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah.
3: It's, it's 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 a, a special
2: moment. Like once you once you play it, like you'll know why it's it's a. Mm. once you complete it, you will understand why it's so special. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I beat it yeah. once. The game was fun. It's a good well, game.
2: Well, I mean, like, did you beat it like to the like final ending? Because there, you have to beat it like multiple times to get the true Listen, ending.
0: Once one credit rolls down, I'm done with uh, it. Oh I see. You. Oh, no. you, you You're ma- so down no. with the game. You literally yeah. miss out
2: on like half the game So done. Like, there's, there's an entire half of the story that you completely miss out by just playing through the first playthrough. I uh,
0: gotta pull yeah. that out on YouTube then watch it <laughs> <laughs> it, granted, it was credit is done I'm, I'm done but yeah let's yeah this was a good list um again i think you guys have covered most of it flight and guardians you know stands out can't wait to see what comes second half for sure but yeah xbox is is doing good stuff with the releases can't wait for them to get out of beta too so we can roast them fairly as well But, yeah, let's move on to PlayStation, man. There's a lot of rumors here with this being something that we can see releasing soon. People are predicting this month we might see Spartacus, man. So exciting stuff. But let me share my screen with you guys and give you guys quick info as to kind of what's going on with this service right now. One second. Okay. So you can see here. So there's going to be three different tiers from what this Jeff Grubb do this talking, you know, saying, and this guy leaked this. And there's another article stating that some PlayStation uh, PlayStation Plus members are now seeing like a merge with their accounts with PlayStation Now, something like that. This that just happened last week. So which kind of relates to this so this might this is sounding more true than not all right so there's going to be three tiers it's going to be a playstation uh, essential tier which is ten dollars people are saying this is like what playstation plus is right now there's going to be a playstation extra it's called tier and this will give you downloadable games that are currently available on playstation now I don't see the point of this, but uh there you go. And then there's gonna be one called um PlayStation Plus Premium. It's gonna be sixteen bucks. And this is gonna be the only tier to offer streaming, cloud streaming. And so it's gonna have your classic games and then it's gonna have you game trials, which people are speculating with game trials you'd be able to demo triple A games. Um before you buy it but as far as like it having like a game pass approach to where sony is going to throw the fir- first party games same day release in this platform it's not looking like the case but just want to throw this out anyone hop on for the sake of time and just let the people know what your thoughts are in this
3: i can't wait to pay more money for what it's it's
4: actually not because I'm thinking this is if you look at the PS Plus Essentials that's PS Plus right ten dollars a month is what we pay now fifty nine ninety nine a year if you buy the full year or ten dollars a month if you pay monthly yeah but so that would offer now, the same service as it does now
3: yeah but to get the streamed games like what we get for PlayStation now which is eight ninety nine for me I then have right. to pay the, the sixteen bucks to get that so.
4: Yeah, so it's it's ten dollars a month for you know PS Now and ten dollars a month for PS Plus, which is one twenty yeah. a year if you buy them whatever. So if they combine that and made it fifteen or sixteen, that would still be cheaper than what I'm paying now for both separate subscriptions. Oh, I see. So it's,
3: it's better I if you're see. in the whole PlayStation ecosystem. But for us on the outside, it's all yeah. in the cloud, cloud streaming it's more expensive
4: and though. that brings us to the game pass ultimate discussion as well these companies aren't yeah. willing to break out cloud as a separate service yet because yeah. it's not good enough yet and it wouldn't do it it yeah. wouldn't be worth it to them to do that no but eventually Xbox and PlayStation will have a full separate cloud only tier but neither one of them are anywhere near ready quality and content wise to really kind of push that out so I see why they're doing it this way but this would be very Game Pass-esque and this would actually save me money personally because I do have the two subs with the PS5 and the PC and all that so it would be really really cool in the long run for a lot of gamers I think this would actually save them the money in the long run but for the people who never cared about PS Now and only want PS Plus they're not going to raise that price that service will basically still be there for the same cost so they're not going to make anybody mad but they're also going to you know, bring things over and I think offer more value but yeah if you're looking to say I just wanted PS Now for my PC right you're just the cloud gamer trying to do that it is going to put you more in that Game Pass model and change things up but for the rest of the consumers it's actually going to be a savings yeah. here's,
3: the, here's the thing for me as well I don't mind paying the extra for Game Pass Ultimate because I still get all those PC games
4: and yeah. day and date first parties exclusive. Yeah,
3: am I going to get that with PlayStation? Will I be able to right. download games to my PC? I don't think so. So, Ooh. for me,
4: no. Microsoft has done years of work to make yeah. that happen. PlayStation is yeah. nowhere near having that okay. amount of ports ready to say, yeah. here, you could download yeah. a PC yeah. version. Yeah, yeah, that's going to take forever. Yeah, and I don't. Oh, I, I wanted
2: to mention, like, the Xbox app on the PC is, is garbage. Let's be real. Uh, it, it just now in the in the blog post for the Game Pass game, they announced that you can now modify or, or you can add mods to the games. Finally, and
4: yeah, you you uh, have separate folders now, so you can yeah. access the data file. Finally, we can install. Yeah, what? I know <laughs> we can finally install where we want and access the freaking files.
2: And how long has it been? God, it's just it, <laughs> and for PlayStation to like to launch an app and roll it out. That that's, to me, that's unfathomable like, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, so, again, guys, this, from what rumors are saying, this should be announced here pretty soon. They think in this month. So, again, we have the Google uh, Stadia dev. We have this potentially happen. We have Luna come. I mean, this a lot I don't think movement. Shadow
4: Warrior 3, by the way, was a coincidence because there's just too much hype about this new subscription, and that was the first in history day-and-date yeah. PS Now title that I'm aware of. You could download it or stream it um so i i don't know i i looking at all of it, it could be a coincidence but i i kind of don't think so which means we could see a lot more day and date at least third party right yeah we did we, there was a playstation uh, and game which
1: was day and date, but it was a lower tier sort of one uh but since i've just jumped in here i go very quick i see no difference in this it's just combining the two i did not i will we'll have to suck it and see when it actually gets formally announced but i don't really see anything really changing yeah, I
4: don't think you see the announcement of the upgrades in this, which is what everyone's yeah. waiting for. PS5 versions of games, and unfortunately, yeah. I don't think you'll see that just yet. As to where we do have the Series X versions of the games, but arguably, sometimes PS Now does stream a little better. So, true, true.
0: All right, Phil. So anyone else for this PlayStation Spartacus news? All right, man. This was we did it, guys. And uh, Duncan, good recommendation. Without uh, you know, going with the intro because. It gives give us enough time to cover everything. But yeah, I just want to give members a chance to plug the channel, let people know what they do and where you can find them. So to get started, Duncan, go for it.
1: That's me in the naughty corner.
0: Uh,
1: no. <laughs> uh, Party with Games, YouTube. Uh, Monday, we are doing our Q&A for the month where people can ask us questions and we get asked absolutely outrageous ones.
0: Okay. Cool, cool. Good to have you on here, Duncan. Definitely check out Cloudy with a chance of games. Good stuff for sure. How about you, makers? What do you do? Where can people find you?
2: You muted. God dang it. <laughs> you're good, uh, you're good. <laughs> Uh I'm pulling a Duncan. <laughs> uh you can find me on Twitter, uh Maker of Chaos Twelve. Uh, or you can find my twi- my Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash maker of chaos 12, but with a K instead of a C
0: for okay. chaos. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Good to have you on here, Maker. Jerry, what do you do, sir? Where can people find you?
4: You can find me everywhere now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, for everyone already knows, still working on GTP stuff. But more importantly, yeah. Um, Looking at a new Cloud PC Service Shrine, it's only available here in the U.S. I finally was able to sign up for that. I'm tinkering with it before I get into an overview video, make sure it's going to be worth it. But that could be fun. That's a new 3080 tier uh, Cloud PC that the pricing is actually pretty fair. So um, taking a look at that for the U.S. people, uh, we got more latency testing coming. Hellmonkey is like crazy. (laughs) I know he's working on stuff. So, yeah, tons of stuff on the way for me, for both channels, and for a, a lot of stuff for CGX. So...
0: For sure, for sure. Good to have you on here, Jerry, and good to get your take. How about you, Monkey? Uh, let the people know what you're up to and where they can find you.
3: Uh, yeah, so if you haven't noticed already, we have a exclusive interview just popped up before the podcast. I got to sit down with a very interesting man by the name of Lionel, who works for a company called GameStream. Probably never heard of him but they're a business-to-business cloud gaming solution. And um, it was a really eye-opening and insightful conversation that I had with them. It was really interesting to see how GameStream works directly with telecommunication providers and the publishers across Switzerland, Indonesia, and the United Arab Emirates, where internet infrastructure isn't you know, nowhere near the level that we have in the UK or the US or, or Western Europe. So, you know, that was really interesting, and there's going to be some more interesting news coming out of uh, GameStream really soon, which should directly affect the consumer. So, go and check that out if you haven't already. And as always, keep it clear. Gaming Extreme for everything clear. Gaming.
0: Awesome. Good to have you. And again, shout shoutouts to this dude has been doing work like nobody's business, man. So good stuff and good interview check it out but yeah just want to shout out uh the membership tier we're trying to give back to members again uh, we lowered out tier to make it affordable for some people but at the same time right we got two shows for members so definitely check that out we have some really cool emotes coming as well and badges so definitely give some love if you guys think that these shows and the content speak to you so Again, appreciate you guys. We got some awesome videos coming. I can't stress that enough. Some hardware reviews, some overviews, and like um, uh, Monkey was saying, some stuff that he's working on too. So make sure you uh, subscribe. Definitely check out all this awesome creators on here as well. We'll be back next Saturday, same time, 2 p.m. PST. we back, guys, back to normal scheduling. So we'll see you guys then. Until next time, peace out.